I'd like to welcome Dr. Ron Cobb to the Grace Fellowship International podcast. We've asked Ron to share a bit of his spiritual journey and ministry testimony and also about his role at Luther Rice Seminary. Hello, Ron. Welcome. Thank you very much. I uh, have been looking forward to this for a long time. Well, we've been wanting to schedule this call for a while and glad we could meet today. Uh, we also thank you for two Lutherite students who are, who are at our recent spiritual therapy workshop. It's always a joy to have them participate with us. Amen. Glad to hear that. Now, I also thank you for your role as my advisor when I was in the Luther Rice Seminary Doctor of Ministry program. Can you believe it was 2004 when I graduated? It's hard oh. to believe, John. It really is. Uh, the years just zip past. They sure do, but thank you for your ministry then in my life and our, your ongoing leadership, the Master of Arts in Biblical Counseling program, and uh, you have a different role these days, don't you? Yeah, sure do. They've moved me since uh, 2016 to be the coordinator of the Doctor of Ministry program, and uh, I don't, I'll be, honestly, I do not enjoy that as much as I did the Biblical Counseling program, but it is uh, nonetheless very fulfilling work. Well, I think one reason it's fulfilling is that Luther Rice uses the Christ-centered, grace-oriented model of counseling, and we call it the exchange life uh, in honor of Hudson Taylor, who appreciated so much his Galatians 2.20 breakthrough back there in the 1800s. Uh, Ron, Amen. could you share with us a bit of your spiritual journey and how this discovery of Christ as your life became meaningful? Sure, John. I'd be glad to do that. Um, I was born in 1953, grew up in, uh, as we say in the South, the buckle of the Bible Belt in uh, Huntsville, Alabama. And uh, I had a great childhood and uh, formative years. Uh, great parents. My, my mom and dad were very wonderful, good, hardworking, honest people. They did their best to instill myself, my brother, my sister with uh, morals and values and positive work ethic, those sorts of things. But my parents had had a a falling out with church. I'm not really sure. They never really talked about it, but they were wounded and, and just quit going to church when I was uh, around a year of age. And so I just grew up with uh, with really not much of a Christian knowledge whatsoever. My dad loved to, was an outdoorsman, so uh, for for myself and my brother in particular, uh, Sunday was just like Saturday. We went hunting and fishing, and went to ball games, and went went to visit relatives, and all those sorts of things, and. I just had no no formative uh, Christian experience at all. Mm. Um, the only real thing I remember was uh, listening to Billy Graham crusades on television. Back in those days, in the late 50s and into the 60s, there was usually once a year that there, there would uh, be a Billy Graham crusade televised. And I remember listening to him and just being absolutely mm -hmm. convicted by his words. But I didn't know what to do. And uh, there were a lot of nights 
that I went to bed just uh, not knowing anything about if I were to die, where where I would spend eternity. And then one thing went to the next and uh, went into high school, found my identity in high school playing football and uh, then graduated and went on to college. And in my second year at the University of Alabama, I was invited to a Bible study that was student-led there on the campus. And I went not so much for the gospel as hoping to uh, get in good with the, the young lady that invited me. And and so I went, and God used that to really transform my life. And I I realized that, that my sin separated me from God. And, and I prayed to receive Christ uh, in the fall of 1972 there on the campus. And uh, everything changed. Everything completely changed for me. Uh, whereas before I came to know Christ, I couldn't understand anything in the Bible. I tried to read it, and it was utter nonsense. Uh, I had no hunger for things that were spiritual. The Bible came alive for me after I came to know Christ, and I opened Amen. it up, and everything made sense. And and I, I developed a, a tremendous hunger for the things of the Lord. Well. I gave up on my plans to become an attorney, and uh, God redirected my paths, and I went to Columbia Bible College uh, in in South Carolina. It's called Columbia International University now, and it was absolutely great. Uh, They they were a wonderful school. Uh, They taught the victorious Christian life. Uh, some of your readers will be familiar with the term Keswick. They were from the Keswick tradition. Uh, the McQuilkins, uh, the uh, older McQuilkin, uh, Robert C. McQuilkin founded the school. Uh, he was heavily involved in Keswick. And then his son, Robertson, later became president. And uh, he also was very familiar with Keswick. And I remember hearing wonderful speakers like Alan Redpath. Stephen Olford, and uh, uh, and just uh, I learned so much, but somehow the 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 message I, I just didn't connect with the message. Let sure, me jump John. in for a second, Ron, if I could. Um, we have good memories of also Columbia Bible College, as it was called back in the eighties, when my sister and uh, stepsisters and brothers-in-law. Uh, it seems like most of my family went to Columbia Bible College, but I was. Uh, helped by um, literature from the school, the Victorious Life Emphasis. I remember reading Elmer Town's book, Understanding the Diesel mm-hmm. Life. I believe he also is a grad of Columbia Bible College. That's right. But just, but just as um, you heard the gospel from Billy Graham, but then it was later, before in that Bible study, you know, you really grasped the gospel and believed. It sounds like hearing the Victorious Life message didn't actually give you the victory yet. That's right. It really didn't resonate with me. Uh, I understood the the crucifixion emphasis of the gospel, but I didn't really understand that that I could literally have Christ's resurrection life manifesting itself through me uh, on a moment-by-moment basis. That was what uh, somehow eluded me. Um, and then even after I, I graduated from Bible college, I went on to seminary, 
began to be a pastor and, and on staffs at churches, got married, um, and yet it, it was just missing. Um, and uh, I, I grew very frustrated and very uh, discontent with my Christian life, with my ministry. Um, I, I felt like uh, I was a human doing instead of a human being. And uh, it was it was all my my effort, self effort, uh, self promotion, uh, self dependence, and uh, it was it was so frustrating because uh, when when I got into those quiet times uh, and and really began to reflect, I, I just knew that that there was something wrong, there was something missing. Well. Mm. Uh, finally, I got to, I got to the place where I was at, where I always thought I wanted to be. I was at a large church. The church was growing. There were all these great things happening. But I would literally uh, have these times where I would go into my office and turn out the light and lock the door and just sit in frustration and, mm. and, and really in depression at times. Uh, I started having issues. Uh, uh, I had... Uh, began to have panic attacks. I uh, it got so severe that I went to see Dr. Michael Lyles. I think I think some people will recognize his names his name. One of the uh, leading uh, psychopharmacological psychiatrists in the in the whole nation. And and Dr. Uh, Lyles diagnosed me. He said he said you're easy to diagnose. He said you have stressed yourself out. To the point that the serotonin level in your brain is depleted, and and this is the real cause for those panic attacks. And he treated me with it with a medication, and and in, in about six or eight week eight weeks, those panic attacks ended. Never had any issues since then, but it was along about that same time, John, that God began to to show me what was missing in my life. Um, about a year before all this that I'm sharing uh, happened, I had been to a spiritual life conference. It was actually an exchange life conference, and I heard some wonderful testimonies there from pastors. And I remember, uh, interestingly, I remember buying a book that day, a book called Lifetime Guarantee by Bill Gillum, and I, and I began reading it. And after, I don't know, two or three chapters, about 50 pages in, I remember just throwing it aside and saying, this is just nonsense. It, it, it makes no sense to me. Well, one day at the church office, I, in my utter frustration, I remember standing up and raising my fist to the heavens, and I just said, God, I want you to know something, as if he didn't know it already. Uh, I no. said, God, if this is all there is to the Christian life, I am disappointed. And uh, as I've explained many times, God doesn't speak to me in an audible voice. Uh, when I say God speaks to me, the Holy Spirit makes an impression on my human spirit. And that's how I know God speaks to me. And in that moment, John, I heard the inner voice of God make an impression on me. And there was one word, and that word was good. God said, good, mm -hmm. I'm glad you're disappointed. And the whole thing was, I was not living 
the abundance of the Christian life. And and I realized that God was bringing me to a place of brokenness. Uh, he had brought me to a place where I realized that it, it was just not enough. My insufficiency and my powerlessness were just a source of frustration in my life. And at that time, I had a huge library, and, and I began to look for that book. And I found it, and I began to read it. And it was like water on desert ground. Uh, it was um, everything in it made total sense. Uh, he showed me the error of what he called PBA, performance-based acceptance. And I remember getting to the back of that book, and there was a uh, like a whole page of surrender. And I remember going through there and, and surrendering everything to God, my ministry, my my life, my children, my wife, my my everything. I gave up my right to happiness and 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 everything that was listed there. And there was an incredible sense of freedom. And uh John, that was over about 25 years ago that all those events came together for me. Uh, I had been a Christian from the age of 19 to the age of 42, and that was when the breakthrough came. And it's very interesting. Uh, in Dr. Solomon's book, uh, Handbook to Happiness, he has a whole chapter in that book of testimonies of people coming to the realization of Christ as life. And many of those testimonies, remarkably, in that book happened in the early 40s. And uh, Dr. Solomon even draws attention to that. And I thought it was just uh, fascinating yeah. that, that the same thing happened with me. And uh, there there came a time where I actually left pastoral ministry and became uh, the head of the counseling arm of a, uh, a disciple-based counseling, Christian and counseling ministry there in Atlanta. I was there for about three years living these truths every day as I counseled with people and encouraged people and led them through the steps mm -hmm. to uh, understanding how to have the victory in their Christian lives. And then after that, uh, God opened the doors for me to become a seminary professor. And uh, I, I became a professor at Luther Rice Seminary uh, in, in the year 2000. And then uh, uh, Dr. Bob McCann, uh, who was a very well-known individual in the Atlanta area, uh, had worked at, uh, the, had the counseling ministry at Atlanta First Baptist Church. And uh, uh, Dr. McCann actually retired in 2002, and he recommended that I take his place. So from 2002 to 2016, uh, I was the uh, coordinator of the, of the biblical counseling degree program there at Luther Rice, and I'm still there. Uh, since 2016, I've been the coordinator of the uh, doctor ministry program. We are so glad you are still there, brother. Um, just a few comments as I, uh, I'm so blessed by your testimony, Ron, that uh, isn't it amazing how God uses our desperation as an opportunity for his revelation? You know, you come to that Absolutely. place of being exhausted. Yes, uh there was probably some physical aspects, but that also that exasperation, Lord, if this is all there is to the Christian life, um, so many of us have reached that that point. And as you picked up 
the lifetime guarantee again, and saw those wonderful principles about union with Christ and Galatians 2.20, Christ living through us, uh, just to see how God used that in your life. Reminds me of what Chuck Salmon would say that this ministry of discipleship counseling that has the exchange life message integral to it or the our our union with Christ emphasis is more of a relationship to be shared even than a technique to be learned. So there's That's so exactly much right. that we can learn about the theology and the counseling skills. Of course, uh, we all, both of us as trainers, see the importance of that. But it's neat that you uh, had that opportunity in the uh, the counseling ministry uh, to share what God had done in your life that also prepared you for your years at Luther Rice, didn't it? Exactly. It's exactly right. It, looking mm. back in retrospect, uh, I just see how God brought me through all these times uh, to prepare me for, for what the way he wanted to use me in the future. Exactly. Yes. Well, students come here to Grace Fellowship International uh, for their Luther Rice Seminary practicum sometimes, um, and we're so grateful for that. And I hear people being blessed by the courses that you have taught, um, brother and other team members there at, at the school, like Dr. Ann Curlin uh, and others. We're so grateful for that. Um, Dr. Scruggs, who supervises the, the practicum of those who are coming more recently. And congratulations. Um, I heard that Luther Rice got a new level of accreditation. That's exactly right, John. Uh, we worked for about 20 years to get the highest level of accreditation possible. And in December of 2020, Luther Rice was granted SACS accreditation, which is uh, regional accreditation. And uh, that is the highest accreditation a school can have. We have the same level of accreditation as uh, the University of Georgia, University of Tennessee, University of Alabama. So. Uh, when you come to Luther Rice, you're a absolutely getting uh, as high a quality of education as you can get. So we're very, mm. very happy about that. Congratulations. A lot of work went into that, as you said. And also, I'm just so grateful that this uh, this Deep Life Sanctification message is woven through uh, the counseling program. I remember, Ron, back in 2004, uh, as you helped me uh, finish the Doctor of Ministry program as my supervisor, uh, Dr. and Mrs. Solomon were at the banquet uh, as my wife was the day before graduation. And at the banquet, different students were asked to give testimonies. And one of the students finishing with her Doctor of Ministry shared how much she appreciated her Luther Rice Seminary education. But then she said, and this year I was so blessed to read a book called Handbook to Happiness. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Chuck Solomon, the author, sitting right next to me, starts to tear up, you know, just so grateful that mm. God was using uh, his books in, in the school and people's lives. But what a privilege we have to uh, pass on the precious biblical truths and uh, to have a counseling model that is effective and transferable and Christ-centered. I'm just so grateful uh, for how I've benefited from the Lutherite Seminary education and networking this way. Uh, Ron, can you share a bit more if uh, a listener would like to consider um, academic biblical counseling training? Uh, what what programs would Luther Rice offer? Well, I'm glad you asked about that, John. Uh, Luther Rice is a, is a wonderful school. We're located in the metropolitan Atlanta, Georgia area, and uh, we have a just a pretty little campus out on the east side of Atlanta and uh, 
but primarily, John, uh, with with the way education has changed over the last 15 or so years, uh, about 95% of our students are online. And so we have uh, all of our undergraduate degrees, all of our graduate degrees, and part of our doctor's degree are is online. And so uh, we have uh, a, a bachelor's degree in uh, religion. We have uh, master's degrees in counsel, biblical counseling, in uh, leadership, in apologetics, master of divinity, Christian studies. Uh, and then, of course, we have the doctor of ministry. And uh, any anyone who is listening who might be interested in furthering their education, uh, you can go to Luther Rice, that's one word, L-U-T-H-E-R-R-I-C-E dot E-D-U. And the website will open up for you, and it's very uh, accessible. You can find out everything you need to know about the programs we offer, uh, the faculty, uh, everything is there. And uh, it's a wonderful school. We hold the uh, scriptures as the authoritative and errant word of God. Uh, those in the counseling program, uh, the graduate counseling program, are presented with the exchange life model of Christian counseling, and uh, it's, it's just a wonderful school. So anyone who is listening and is interested, I would love to have you go to the website, and I'm on the website. Also, you can find me listed as faculty. If I could help answer any questions or anything at all, uh, just feel free to contact me. I'd love to talk with you uh, via email or uh, by phone, either one. So. Uh, John, thanks mm -hmm. for for allowing me a few minutes to share about Luther Rice. My my pleasure. And you have international students as well in the programs. We sure do. Yeah, we we mm -hmm. joke around that the sun never sets on a Luther Rice student, and oh. it's literally true. We have students in in uh, Asia, we have students in Africa, in Europe, in South America, and in in every state of the United States and of course Canada and Mexico alike. Uh, we literally uh, reach students all over the world uh, so that they can uh, further their education uh, in, in a, a biblical way and be, be more effective uh, counselors, pastors, teachers, missionaries. Uh, we, we reach all of those groups educationally. Amazing how the technology allows that to happen. Um, and I appreciate uh, the academic training, but also the spiritual insights in terms of the Christ-centered, grace-oriented life. You know, I, I can't help but mention another anecdote that uh, when I started the the uh, doctor ministry program, I was still a pastor in Canada. So I did a couple of years of the program and then uh, took a break. And then when I joined the staff at Grace Fellowship, resume my studies. Dr. McCann, whom you mentioned, was my supervisor, and then he passed the baton to you. But when I first started the program, there was a week of orientation. And so uh, I asked my grandmother if I could stay with her for the week. And when I looked at the map, I found out she literally was in Lithonia, Georgia, two blocks from the campus. Uh, <laughs> and so amazing. I stayed with Mama Betty Daniel and and she packed my lunch. I walked across the street. I felt like I was back in grade school. Um, I, I literally no walked idea. walked That's to the incredible. campus, yeah, just two blocks away. So God's providence uh, 
Dr. Salman asked me to do the degree program, and uh, the research during that time led to the book Man is Spirit, Soul, and Body, which was published a while later. But we just uh, thank you so much, Ron, for your testimony, your fellowship in equipping the saints for the work of the ministry, as Ephesians 4 puts it. And uh, it's just a privilege to network together uh, in these desperate times to equip uh, lay and pastoral counselors to share uh, in biblical counseling to help those in need. I couldn't agree more, John. And I, I just thank you so much for offering me this opportunity. It's been a joy and a privilege alike to spend a few minutes with you today. And I, I hope what I've shared is a blessing to others who are listening in. I'm sure it is. And we can identify with that and say a big amen. Do thank the team of Luther Rice and the Lord bless and keep you. Thank you, John. Great being with you today.